This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Opinions expressed in this episode are personal. They do not necessarily reflect the views of this streaming platform. Good day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Let's Be Diverse. I'm your host, Andrew Stout. This episode is dedicated to all my loved ones who support me through this journey. Ever found yourself in an organization where you didn't feel engaged, that you didn't feel that your manager was engaged with the team, or did you find that the teams were just unhappy? Part of that is employee engagement, or as we would say, team building. So today's discussion, we're going to be talking about the importance of team building. And my guest today is Judith Virig. Now, she experienced in passion. These are what helped Judith transform cleaning into a higher quality of life for her clients with Clean Club Calgary. After building a successful career within the corporate world, working as an executive assistant for corporations such as Citibank, Coast Coopers, and the Calgary Flames, Judith took a leap of faith and started her own residential commercial company. Combining her love with accountability, physical work, and solution finding, she set out to create a cleaning business to build honesty, loyalty, trust, and quality cleaning. Nearly a decade later, she is proud to have that company, Clean Club Calgary. It inspires loyal clients because of transparent conversations of improved quality of life. She continues serving her clients. She maintains her II certified house cleaning technician designation, along with providing opportunities for her team to enhance their skills. She believes an improving quality of life doesn't just mean for clients, but for her staff as well. By ensuring that they have what they need to provide a quality clean, she feels she's better able to build a two-way relationship, enhancing her clients' trust in themselves and each other. Still closely tied with her Hungarian roots, she immigrated to Canada at age 18. She's involved with the Calgary Hungarian community, often volunteering at the Hungarian club. I had an opportunity to meet Judith a while back, and I thought that she was a inspiring lady. So I thought I would have her come on today and talk about this fantastic topic. Welcome to the show, Judith. It is so great to have you on today. Thank you so much, Andrea. I'm happy to be here. That's <laughs> a pleasure to have you here. How are things going with you? What's new in your exciting world? Lots of new things. Uh, just trying to grow uh, the team, trying to grow the company, and we've just been accepted into the Growth Catalyst program oh, by the Mount Royal University. And we started actually yesterday, and it's very exciting because that's probably going to elevate our business a little bit. So yeah, so a lot of things going on. Oh, wonderful. That's great news. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) I'm happy to hear that things are going well for you. Before we begin, I always have a fun question to ask my guests to get things going. Are you ready for yours? Absolutely. So I asked this question a couple of days ago, and I just thought it was fun to ask it again. So 
If you were to have a roommate or need a roommate, would you prefer to have your roommate a goat or a bird? Goat, definitely a goat. Okay, that was pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, they're too much fun. They're too cute. <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. The person that I had on said bird, but that's pretty cool that you were pretty quick with that. They are pretty cute. And I haven't been around one, but they seem like they're a lot of fun. I know that they have the goat yoga going on. So they seem like pretty fun little characters. I know. And probably I could dress them up. So have them in really cute outfits. <laughs> no kidding. So why don't we start off our episode today by you telling us a little bit about you and your story? A little bit about me. So you covered pretty well in my bio. I came to Canada when I was uh, three months shy of my 18th birthday. And uh, I went to St. Mary's High School, which was really cool because I, I had to start grade 10 at almost 18. So for me, that really helped me personally on my journey, because otherwise I would have had to go to evening school and I wouldn't have had the experience of going through high school and meeting people and just speaking English well as I do. Mm-hmm. So that was a really important uh, part of my life. And then I was pretty much the first person in my family to get a high school diploma. So it was important for my family as well. And uh, yeah, and then other than that, I went through the corporate journey. I loved it. I just was really tired of accountability. You get lost a little bit in uh, big corporations and Mm. I really wanted to have freedom. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I thought I'm just going to go cleaning and I'm going to get my freedom and it didn't quite work that way, (laughs) but that's okay. I actually love it. And then just how my why was changing. First, it was all about me just getting my freedom and doing what I wanted to do. But to be honest, now it's like building a company that provides that entry level job for those newcomers to Canada. Mm -hmm. Because I really see myself in these people. And even though times have changed, technology has changed, the feelings have not changed around leaving your country, leaving something that's known and coming to a brand new country and making it. And Mm -hmm. this is how my family started. And I used to clean office buildings five to 10 after high school when I was younger. And it just really brings it full circle. So really, Mm -hmm. that's about a little bit about me. (laughs) That's an interesting story. First off, kudos to you for leaving what you're familiar with at a young age to start over. I think that's a very big quality of adapting. So I I commend you for that because there's not a lot of people that would be able to leave home and just start off fresh, probably not knowing very many people. So kudos to you and kudos to you because there's a lot of people out there right now that are not happy in their jobs or what they're doing or they're not helping their careers or not happy at the organization or for whatever reason. So for you to decide that you wanted to make a change, a lot of people find it difficult to do that. So for you to do that, I commend you for that as well. Thank you. I appreciate that. And just for the record, I was brought here by my parents. (laughs) Oh, okay. But I still had a choice. I mean, they still discussed it with me. But it was 
essentially their decision, which was, I think, a really good decision. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it's entrepreneurship is in, and runs in my family. I come from communist Hungary where they didn't have entrepreneurs because obviously everything was run by the government. Right. But, but my grandfather was an entrepreneur and so were my parents. So I am just so glad that these are the people that raised me and surrounded me and gave me all their knowledge because I look up to them for their courage, for my mm-hmm. mom and dad to do that. My mom was uh, 42 when we got here. So it's not it's not easy, I think, at any age, per se, is getting up there, right? Yeah, for sure. And like you said, even coming with your parents, it's still like a change. Like it's still, your parents are coming and you're young, you still want, when you're 18. I mean, I remember when I was 18 and the stuff that I was thinking about when I was 18 is not, what I'm thinking about now. So just your your brain is your your brain, your brain is thinking of other things at 18, not coming and starting over or whatever. You're just wondering what's happening. I'm leaving all my friends. So yeah, it's a lot of people can't do that. There's a lot of people that stay in their own countries or stay even in Canada. They'll stay in a province or a part of Canada that they grew up in and they won't move to another province of Canada because they're just so ingrained or they're just so used to that, that they don't want to do that. So yeah, everybody is different and that's what makes the world go round. I think so that's a great thing. Yeah, absolutely. So what I'd like to get is your definition on team building. So for me, team building is because I was always very social and very much growing up in that team environment, it's really important to me. I really don't think that you can do it without a team, especially what we're doing, because it's cleaning, right? So I can always be a very good cleaner and clean all my life by myself. But um, I wanted to build a team because I wanted to, even though it's cleaning, I think it really sets people up for success if they work with us, because... They're going to get, you know, a structure. They're going to get good goals to meet. So it's inspiring in a way. People learn to get into habits and what they need to do and have a purpose Mm -hmm. because I I coach all my team is it's even though it's cleaning, uh, we are making a difference in people's lives because Mm -hmm. we're taking off a chore that sometimes is, is very daunting. Sometimes it's, it, they just can't do it because everybody's so busy nowadays. And then also people are looking outwards and they are like, I want to go out and I be with my friends and family and do fun things rather than staying at home and cleaning. So I want to create that professional environment, that team environment. So that's mm-hmm. what a team is for me. It's like fun, but still professional. We're learning from each other. We're supporting each other. So th- this, these are some of the elements for me I love all the things that you put out there they just they resonate with me the social realizing you're a team so in certain situations they may feel like they're by themselves or like you said that job could be daunting you're getting to know your new people but at the same time you're completing a task and there's nothing better than completing it with a bunch of people rather than doing it by yourself because doing it as a team you realize it together that hey we accomplished this together and it's just so much more appreciative I think yeah yeah and also just going back to to new people to Canada it's just so 
rewarding to see Mm -hmm. them succeed. And it's so rewarding to see them like when things click for them. Oh, this is how you say this. Or, oh, mm-hmm. this is how you do this. And mm-hmm. and uh, a huge, huge cultural differences. I understand because most of them are com- coming from Ukraine right now. Right. But yeah. and of course, we're neighbors. Hungary and Ukraine is neighbors. So our culture is quite similar. It's not mm-hmm. the same, obviously, but it's very similar. So I understand like when they come here, it's really funny because cleaning for us in Europe it's like we go to town and it's deep cleaning every Mm -hmm. single time and then they come here and I'm like no there's a difference there's a regular cleaning and then yes there is a deep cleaning so there's wiping and there is scrubbing right Mm -hmm. and and then finally when they get it and then they can do the times because like for us obviously you have to do it in a timely manner it's Mm -hmm. so exciting and so rewarding to see that they were able to meet that goal and then they are starting to fit into a team and they are starting to be a part of a community so Mm -hmm. yeah so I know you went into it a little bit there but I'd like to know why is team building so important to you and to your team there's a lot of a lot of areas why it's important it's definitely motivation it's always good to get the team together and have them on the same page and then also to ha- give them the opportunity to to ask the questions and what i do with my team building is we do pre work and I ask them anonymously, what is hard about your job? And, and what is challenging about your job? What is great about your job? And what changes you would like? And then I compile those answers into like different areas because we have software. So sometimes maybe people are unhappy with the software. So maybe they need a little bit more training or maybe they are unhappy with the hours. Maybe they want more or less hours or whatever that is. So I compile it and I put it right out there. Like, I am just one of those leaders. It's I don't like to sweep anything under the rug. Let's put it out there and let's discuss it in a construction constructive Mm -hmm. manner. And -hmm. then also team building for me is something that we can be together and just get the information at the same time. So there's no chance for misunderstandings and things like that. And it just it's just really nice to actually get to know people on a personal level mm-hmm. and have those discussions. The last team building that I had, I actually took everybody off site. We went to Banff and we stayed overnight because mm-hmm. I think that overnight, and this kind of comes from my corporate background, I'll be honest with you, because I used to love and love those team buildings and those off sites, right? So mm-hmm. and, and that evening gives you a chance. And I literally told them, I said, let's go out. And then if we wobble back (laughs) because we were right. And we're going to be, if you want a drink or if you want to, I don't care. I just want you to have fun because everybody is in their own element. They let Mm. loose and then you can get to know them. And it just glues the team. I just absolutely love this, Judith. So first off, one of the things that I feel makes a great leader is a great communicator. A great leader will communicate information and get the information out to their employees so they have all the information that they need and nothing is hidden. Everything is given out to them. So I just love that you get all your team members together and discuss things and let them know what's happening, what's new. And what's going on with the company and if there's any new contracts or what have you. I just think that is such a great thing that you do as well. And then 
getting your staff together for outings, I believe that is huge for engagement as well, not just team building, but you're putting everybody together, having fun, and you're showing them that you are important to what we do here. So I want to show you how important that you are. So those two things really lit up when, as you said them. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Yeah, I think those are huge things for sure. What are some of the ideas? So you mentioned team building. You talked about Banff. What are some of the things that you do to incorporate team building? So we, I've been tossing with the idea of a reward kind of mm -hmm. system. And I mean, we use Slack and mm -hmm. we have different channels and one of the channel is customer feedback. So whenever we get a, a positive, good customer feedback or a five-star review, we always share that and we always let the team know, name the people who were actually on that job. That's one part of it. But the, with the rewards, I looked into a lot of different things. And But you have to remember that our my business is people, I cannot give them like a, a discount to this store or that store because maybe they're not able to go and buy stuff because they have a family and they're trying to make it here. So really they need like a grocery card, they need a gas card, or maybe a paid day off, right? So we started using with Slack, there is an app called Hey Tackle, and you can reward, you have five tacos per day and uh, you can reward anybody. You can give all your five tacos to one person or you can give mm -hmm. it out to, uh, uh, individually. And what I really like about it is we encourage to use in a hashtag our core values. Are you reliable? Are you helpful? Are mm. you a, a team member? This kind of thing. So this is one way we encourage that interaction. And not only that, but appreciating each other. Because I think it's really important that if you're out on a hard job and maybe you have to stay extra time, then you have a team member who's, oh, okay, we have to stay an extra hour. We got this. Let's do it. And motivate each other. Mm. And then they are in between to each other and then they can appreciate each other in a more per se public manner right on our slack channel and it seemed to take it on really well we i added one group reward which is like a pizza day and that's already been taken by somebody so now i have mm. to buy pizza for my team <laughs> but like also that selflessness of that team member who actually mm. gave tacos instead mm -hmm. of getting a gas card or a grocery card she's I want to have a pizza event with my team so that mm. I think that's fantastic so yeah I just love what you're doing here I think that it sounds like you have a good thing going here there's a lot of places organizations who that situation may not arise where that somebody will stick around because maybe one person's not finished what they're doing. So it sounds like your team will say, okay, let's stick around, help them and we'll get it done and it'll get done faster. And we all get out at the same time. And it also seems like you guys are happy to see other people. So sometimes people will be like, oh, I want to win all the time. I want to win all the time. But it sounds like you've created an engaging environment where people are not only happy when they win or when they get something, they're happy that their coworker, even though they may not get something the next time, but their coworker will get it. So that pizza story of saying, I want to have a pizza party, they could have said, I want something personal so I could use it for myself. They thought of their team. So 
I believe you as a leader are creating that atmosphere. And that is, that's fantastic. Thank you, Andrew. It is hard work. I'll be honest with you. But my belief is you get things out of how much you put into it, like with anything. So for me, my team is important because the more engaged team I have, the more engaged they are going to be with our customers. Mm -hmm. And we're service-based business and we talk a lot about team and everything, but it's still a business. Mm -hmm. So within a business, Obviously, my first customer is my team. They are number one. But I also have to focus on the customers who are actually paying our wages. So, yeah. So, but I I firmly believe it's small baby steps. Mm -hmm. And those baby steps are sometimes backwards. And Mm -hmm. sometimes they are backwards for a while. Mm -hmm. But then you get a good thing going and then you get over that hurdle and then things, you know, it's just like life. It's a roller coaster, right? Mm -hmm. I I like to say to anybody when they ask me like, oh, it's so great. You're running a business and wow. And I'm like, yeah, it's being a teenager all over again. Because one minute I cry (laughs) and the next minute I laugh Mm -hmm. because it's just those are the emotions like in a minute sometimes, right? So, yeah, so, but I adore my team. I Mm -hmm. want the best for them, absolute Mm -hmm. best for them. And I'm just trying to create that environment that they are engaged. They are staying with us. They are long-term. They're like, we are like a little work family. Mm. Yeah. It sounds like you are. That's for sure. It sounds like everybody seems to be happy and engaged. And I know for a fact that if companies take care of their employees the company will take care of the customers. So the work that you're seeing from your employees, they're so engaged that they want to make sure that the customer is taken care of. So not only are you thinking of the customer, they're thinking of the customer as well. And the customers are going to notice that as well. Yeah, I certainly hope so. Yes. Oh, oh, for sure. So you've told me a lot about having team building and stuff like that. How important is it to you to work on team building for your team? I think we touched on this quite a bit. Obviously, I am it's it's important. I I always been a very family community belonging somewhere has always been important to me. Mm-hmm. So, I want that for myself. Therefore, I want to create it for others. Mm-hmm. So, I I believe in the communities that we belong to, whatever that is, religious community, a family community, work community, Mm. and it has to be comfortable. Let's be honest, we spend so much time at work, average eight hours a day, right? So it Mm -hmm. has to be something that is going to get you through. Now, obviously, cleaning is an entry job. Cleaning is sometimes is a means for people because that's all they can do right now. And I understand that. And I want them to succeed and I want them to move on. And I Mm -hmm. want them in a couple of years to find Mm -hmm. their groove and speak English really well and find that job that it's they really want it. They want to be a photographer or they Mm want to study more or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I want them to remember, like I do, I remember so many people in my career who were so instrumental, like my, my ESL teacher. He was so engaging with me and he was helping me so much. Or a couple of people that I worked for, I learned so much from. Mm. So I want 
that's the legacy that I want is, oh, I remember Clean Club Calgary and it's got started me on my path of mm-hmm. success. Mm-hmm. I totally get. So we did go over a lot, but what I wanted to ask that question because I wanted to see what else you were happy with. So one of the things that you mentioned to me is you're part of community. So I'm huge on community as well. I believe that there's a lot of companies out there that feel like they are in competition with each other. And I don't believe that companies are in some way they are in some way they aren't. And I feel like community is so important that companies can collaborate with each other. And there's so much more stuff out there. And I believe that if one business is doing well, then you're collaborating in community, then other businesses will do well as well. So I love the fact that community is part of you and your organization. And as a leader in your business, I feel that is huge as well. Absolutely. Actually, I do have, believe it or not, we have created a cleaning group here in Calgary. So other cleaning business owners, (laughs) and we created, it's called the YYC Cleaners, and we meet uh, quarterly. We had our first meeting in June, and we have one coming up here shortly in September. Now, this is like-minded cleaning business owners and Trust me when I say this, number one conversation is our people most of the time. Wonderful. It's like how we can make it better for them, how we can Mm. pay them better, provide them better benefits and all this kind of stuff. So Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I have quite a few communities actually now that we talk about it. It's funny. It (laughs) It is important too. And also too, as a leader, so a lot of organizations or a lot of companies or businesses that have people, people sometimes they'll stay for a long period of time. Sometimes people, like you said, they'll move on. They want something different. And some leaders will be encouraging for that. They want to see their people grow and build and move forward. And some leaders don't like that. They'd rather keep their people because then they don't want to have them leave because then they have to find somebody else. So I love that you are a person to give people an opportunity to learn, to make a living, and you can encourage them along the way so that if they do decide that they do want to move forward, There's a lot of people who get scared to move forward or take a chance. I talked about it earlier. Some people just don't want to move on from what they're doing. They're happy doing what they're doing and they don't like to change anything. So for you to be encouraging your staff that if they want to do something, if they want to move forward or they want to do something different that you encourage them to to see. And I'm sure you look back, there's probably people that have been with you that are no longer with you and you see what they're doing now. And it makes you like a proud, I'll say almost like a proud mom because you let your children leave the nest. Proud mama, that's for sure. And Andrew also like, Our line of work, like it it is hard for me, actually, because we're not a corporation, because sometimes I get an interview and is there a chance for me to grow? I'm like, yes, you can definitely grow because cleaning, people think it's easy, but it's actually pretty hard. So there's lots Mm -hmm. to learn there. You can grow. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. like growing into another role, 
Right now, I'm a staff of 20. I have one office person. I have one supervisor. I'm not that big that I can maybe promote somebody into a sales position or promote into a marketing position or Mm -hmm. an HR position Mm -hmm. or a finance position. Maybe if I double in size, maybe I can add some roles, but even like that, not too many. So I am fairly honest in my interviews Mm -hmm. and I say, unfortunately, I would love to tell you that, yes, you can, in a year or two, you can grow into a position. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can if we have a growth spurt. But mm-hmm. these are all maybes. And I don't like to lead people on. Like, uh, best policy is honesty, right? Yeah, because why would I lead them on? And, and then if this is the place for them for a couple of years great. Let's get you trained and things like that. Mm. But, you know, I'll admit like the, and I'm sure you talk to a lot of business owners, the people is uh, situation is not very good right now. It's really mm-hmm. hard to find long-term good people. And with the growth catalyst, this is one of the things that I like to get to the bottom of as to how I can be a better employer, mm-hmm. more attractive employer, and how I can retain my staff better. Mm-hmm. You are absolutely right. It's something that I talk to a lot of people, business owners, recruiters, HR people. And yes, it's something that's it's very difficult right now. And it's hard to keep people. Sometimes it's the people that you want to keep everybody, but sometimes you get like a diamond in the rough sometimes and you're like, oh, you're happy for them, but you're like, oh man, that's going to be, be tough to fail because they were so good at what they did. So I totally get what you're saying. You just have to keep doing what you're doing. You're doing some great things. I'm sure you put yourself out there as far as what kind of business that you are. And like you said, when you're honest, basically people, when they're starting with you, they're getting clear expectations of what you're expecting from them and the things that you're needing from them. So nobody seems to be lost in translation as far as what you're looking for, and what are the things that are important in order for the business to succeed. So I'm sure of that. That's nice. Thank you. You're ins- you inspire me. <laughs> you inspire me as far as what you're doing for your staff. I think it's huge. And that's why I wanted to do this episode. I feel like it's something that a lot of business owners need to hear and understand. And one thing I have to say, too, is what I think was great for you is that you started your business and you said you could do it yourself. You could do the cleaning, but you understood that you probably couldn't do everything. So that's when you decided that you needed to bring on some people to do the job. So I think it's realizing when you need help, you don't have the answers to everything or you can't do everything. So asking for help, which it sounds like you do, is key as well. Yeah. And surrounding yourself with people who are smarter than you are in their respective field. Right. Mm -hmm. So I went out and I hired a supervisor specifically because I'm very blunt. I'm very direct person. Mm -hmm. And that when you're uh, a leader, sometimes that doesn't jive with people. They need Mm -hmm. a little bit more like attention. They need a little bit more talking about things and whatnot. So I actually hired somebody who is a great supervisor. She's excellent at hard conversations, which Mm -hmm. I am not so good at. (laughs) So, So because I wanted to hand off that part because that part I'm good. Like I'm honest to a fault and I will Mm -hmm. tell you exactly what I think, 
but we all know how that goes sometimes. <laughs> yeah. For sure. But that's a good leader, Judith. A good leader realizes what things that they do well and what things that they need to uh, work on. So that is a sign of a good leader for me. When you're saying that you know everything and you know how to do everything and you don't need help, that's when things start to go in arrears. So I commend you for realizing what things that you do well and what things that you don't. And I'm sure that the person that you hired, you discussed those things too. So if you were needing to have a conversation with somebody, I'm sure you're learning along the way from them as well to be able to have those conversations if need be. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're right. So if you could choose one word, Judith, to describe yourself, what word would that be? I probably would say courageous. Yeah, courageous. It's been my word for a couple of years. It's because I just plow on and I make decisions uh, sometimes that take a lot of courage to make, mm-hmm. like in, in any area of my business. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and I don't give up. I'm a very hard worker mm-hmm. and I do not give up. That's for sure. And mm-hmm. I try to stay consistent. The keyword is try. Mm-hmm. And my challenge with consistency is sometimes the curveballs that I get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They distract me a little bit. I love that word for you, courageous, from your story that you said at the beginning of the podcast. I think that is a proper word for you. And just taking a chance. So you took a chance on yourself and took a chance on not knowing everything, figuring it out along the way. But you had the confidence and you weren't scared to uh, to try something new. So I would definitely say courageous would be the word for you as well. I totally agree with that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're very welcome. Any final thoughts today? No, I think it's just if if any leaders are listening and they might want some takeaways or like what I maybe learned on my own skin and maybe I don't want them to learn on their own is, is yeah, definitely we talked about it just to recap, to be honest. Uh, if you're not honest with yourself, with your team, then that's what, what really gets you into trouble. And, and don't be afraid to try new things. The world mm-hmm. is changing really quickly. My motto is the only constant is the change. Mm-hmm. So I think just try to go along with the changes mm-hmm. and just listen to your people. Because mm-hmm. sometimes they might tell you things that are going to be very eye-opening. Mm-hmm. And and I mentioned in the beginning, we're doing the Growth Catalyst program. There's going to be one mm-hmm. exercise in there where I have to talk to my clients and just get some information from them. And I'm really looking forward to that. What's that going to sound like? Because that's where also you get some information. So I think just as leaders, putting ourselves out there and just mm-hmm. being that frontline person because sometimes Mm -hmm. especially with covid and things like that people now lost their footing a little bit lost Mm -hmm. their self-confidence and whatnot so if we set example that it's okay to step out of your comfort zone to gain something better i think it's a good demonstration of courage and that to show people that they can do it as well Mm -hmm. I just wanted to take the time to thank you for coming on today. I just love this conversation. Like I said, I wanted to have you on because I wanted to give anybody that's listening, whether you're in a workplace or if you are a leader, I wanted to give them a different aspect and a different outlook on this particular subject, team building. And I wanted to give people an idea of some new things 
and some new possible ways of looking at not just taking care of your customers, but taking care of your employees too. So I want to thank you very much for taking the time. It was so enjoyable. It was a pleasure to have you on as a guest. Thank you so much, Andrew. You're very welcome. So on behalf of myself and my guest, Judith, I'd like to thank you all for listening today. And until next time, everyone, remember, if we all work together, we can accomplish anything. You have been listening to Let's Be Diverse with Andrew Stout. To stay up to date with future content, hit subscribe. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.